back in it. Thank you for tuning back into Jeremiah Wonders. How are you today? Your boy is back in town after a fresh trip from Phoenix, Arizona. A little tired, but recording this intro for y'all. Yeah, thank you for all the people who came out to Kill Tony and the stand-up shows in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. Had a blast. That show will be up soon on YouTube and all the other platforms. Speaking of all the platforms... This podcast, Jeremiah Wonders, is now on Spotify. People keep asking for it. It's now available there. So if you're a Spotify listener, check it out. Also, guess what? What's guess what? Guess what? Guess what's up, guys? Your boy skateboarding again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no broken arm can hold your boy down. Last year, I broke my arm skateboarding. Yeah. Some people say maybe you should quit. Maybe you should give up. Hey, I like it. Okay, it's fun. Gives me adrenaline. I'm being more careful this time. I'm not biting off more than I can chew right now. So I skated this weekend with Joel Berg in Phoenix. And uh, our buddy Eric over at Reality Grip Tape, realitygriptape.com, made Kill Tony Band Grip Tape. I've never even seen anything like this before. you got to check it out. It's available for purchase online. But wow, realitygriptape.com, it's, it's our faces on grip tape. Who would have thought a young Jeremiah, as a boy, would have never dreamed of something like that, playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but now it's happening. Am I that good of a skateboarder? No, I'm not, but I, uh, I'm in it for the love of the game. <laughs> well, now guys, I'm going to play you a little taste of what's to come with my guest today, Ryan Sickler. What them Denny's do? What them, what them Denny's do? Gotta got, got, got commit, baby. Gotta got, got, got commit, baby. Denny's do. Need a little taste? Need, 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 need a little taste? How about that? How about that now? Come on. Come on. Come on. Ryan Sickler. Come on. Ryan here. Ryan Sickler. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ryan, 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 Ryan Sickler. Crack him up. Crack, 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 crack him up. Big, big nose, big nose, big, 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 big nose, big nose, big nose, nose, big nose, nose, nose. What them Jennies do? Yeah, thank you, DJ McCray. You can hear him and watch him spinning on Twitch most nights of the week at DJ McCray. Let's talk about my guest today, Ryan Sickler. I absolutely love this guy. You guys are going to love him as well. You may know him uh, from his former podcast with Jay Larson, The Crab Feast. You may have seen him tell stories on This Is Not Happening. He's he's an amazing stand-up comedian as well as a producer in He's got a new podcast, so I want you guys to check that out. It's called The Hunted Do. And he's also got a new album out on all the platforms called Get a Hold of Yourself. So get a hold of yourself and go pick up a copy of his new album. All right, guys? Yeah, we'll get into more of that here in a little bit. I want to get into the kindness challenge this week. Every week I challenge you guys, the listeners, as well as myself, to do something nice do something kind for a stranger or maybe somebody that you know out of the kindness of your heart just to contribute something positive to society and make that happen right it's the kindness challenge did you do did you do something like that this week did you do something nice for somebody you didn't know or maybe you do know hmm well somebody sent me one, you can email your submissions to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com you can also send me some music submissions as well there. But this kind of challenge actually comes from Phoenix. So this, I was just there. I'm going to read one from Phoenix. And uh, this beat is from homageproductions.com. And I thought, what if I read the voice 
that I hear whenever I was reading this letter. I started to wonder, what what did this what does this guy sound like? I've never <laughs> heard him talk. <laughs> I've never I've never I've never seen this guy. So I started to wonder what would he sound like? What's up, Jeremiah? My name's Pete and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. It's usually hot where I'm from, but in the winter she can get cold if you know what I mean. About a week ago, on my way to walk my dog, I saw a homeless guy frozen to death. A sight like this first thing in the morning was startling to say the least. I thought of your kindness challenge and grabbed a blanket and jacket from my house. Kept them in my car until I saw another homeless person who looked cold and hooked them up. You're chill, Pete Sorensen. Thank you, Pete, for submitting that that kindness challenge. You see, uh, it can be something like that, guys. Uh, sorry that you're going to have that mental image burned into your soul forever. That is a horrible sight to see. Mm. But thank you for doing something kind and paying it forward to the next uh, homeless person who's in need. That's rough. That is rough. I want to thank the sponsors of the show, Speedweed, at Speedweed on Twitter. Hey, do you like that marijuana? Do you like that smelling kiss? Do you like the blueberries? Yum, yum. Do you like smoking weed, y'all? Hit up Speedweed, man. Oh, man. They got the sticky ganja stuff, okay? Bronx more pizza. That pairs well with weed, I think. I don't know. I've never smoked weed. But if you do, go over to Speedweed, get that as marijuana delivery service for my pal Gino. Bronxborn Pizza, at Bronxborn Pizza on social media. They're in Bend, Oregon. Go support them out in Bend. And then if you're in Santa Monica, go over to Gray Block Pizza. They also sponsor Theo Vaughn's podcast. Go get that Gray Block hitter. And then Menchie Music, thank you for hooking me up with my sax there in Pennsylvania. Menchie Music, at Menchie Music on social media and at Decomatic and Seth M710. David Knowles and Seth Miller. Thank you, guys. If you're a company that would like to sponsor the show, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Yes, I am selling airtime. That's right. You can buy 30 seconds of airtime on Jeremiah Wonders, and I will read whatever copy you'd like me to read. Or you can support the show at jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button there if you'd like to do that. I'm always appreciative of uh, any donations. Or you can help support me by going over to iTunes. This is very important, guys. Leave me a five-star rating and review this podcast. We're at 317 reviews. I'd love to get to over 500 reviews in the next couple of months. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the numbers. Way more people listen to this podcast than that. Thousands of people are listening to this podcast. So do me a lot of a, a solid to your, your pal Jeremiah. If you head on over to iTunes, leave that review. While I read a few tour dates, I'm going to play some music that a listener submitted. They're a freak slash folk cabaret punk band from San Diego. You're listening to I Hope You're Happy from Pink Eye. Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City, here I come. Kansas City, I'm so excited to be coming home to headline March 14th through 16th. Get your tickets now. They're on my website, jeremiahwatkins.tv. Get them. I'm gonna. Ugh, I'm gonna put on such a good show for you guys. You have no idea. I'm bringing my boy Patty Reagan to feature for me. There might be some Reagan and Watkins music as well after I do some stand up. Maybe, perhaps he's gonna be feed, doing some music. Ugh, I'm, I'm so so excited for you guys to see that show. It's gonna be such a treat. Kansas City, get your tickets. Stand up on the spot. I'm doing. 
two shows a month in February and March, so definitely come to one of those. February 5th, 26th, March 12th, and 26th. If you haven't seen that show yet, that's my baby. You gotta come see that. You gotta see the show live. It's comedians going up with no prepared material, asking the audience for suggestions and creating stand-up on the spot. Gold happens in the moment at these shows, and it's so cool to be a part of it and witness the comedic geniuses that do the show. You gotta come see it. I'm also going to be in Manchester, Dublin, Ireland, Calgary, Philly, Austin, all in the next couple months. Check my website, or uh, most of those are with Tony Hinchcliffe through Stand Up or Kill Tony, so check his website as well. And I want to thank Gage T Arena for editing the audio and video on this podcast. I don't know if you've been noticing on the video clips that I've been posting on Instagram, or maybe you're watching on YouTube uh, later after this audio gets posted. He's doing some great things, and we're, we're building up this this thing to make it more and more like the vision that uh, I've always wanted this show to become. So it keeps growing, and you guys are growing with me, and I appreciate your support. Ryan Sickler is my guest today. We had a blast, man. We, we told a lot of stories. I love listening to this guy's story. If you're not familiar with his stand-up, he's such a good storyteller. Uh, I love his style, and... We, uh, we just share a lot of good memories together, guys. We talk about it today, okay? So we also uh, we had some good riffs. There are some good Collins and some Larry Collins and stuff like that uh, that I think you're going to dig. So without further ado, please welcome my pal, Ryan Sickler, to Jeremiah Wonders. I was just having some crackers, you know, I'm a mom. <laughs> That's how those mafia guys are. So there's just always <laughs> Yeah, he was still alive when uh, I was burying him. Um, I buried him up to his neck, cut his eyelids off, covered his head in syrup, and uh, faced him in the sun, let the ants have at him. And I was just sitting back here eating a bowl of fruit. And then we went and uh, we were out three banks. And that was just a regular Wednesday in the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a very what is he getting paid for that? I know very it's it's spelled it's spelled differently. It is. It's Barry White. Ba- it, man, that, that's a Barry White. <laughs> oh, feel good, Oh, yeah, there it is. There yeah, you got to get right up on there. Got to get right up on there. Yeah. Okay. Man, right. I might just keep all that. <laughs> you can you can have all that. <laughs> might just keep you playing around with it. I'll do the Mafia Guy documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you've been watching uh you've been watching some uh Am I allowed ma- to take this out? Uh no, I, I would yeah, I'd rather keep just it. Just tell me how you do your production, man. Yeah, yeah. Are we rolling? You can adjust it though. Yeah, we we've been rolling. Yeah. Right. Oh, you can you can lengthen it if you if you want well, if I'm you good need on the a length, little. I think. You good on length? The girth. I'm, uh, You're a little bit concerned about the girth. Well, no, actually, it's the other way around. I'm built like a canteen. You know, what I mean, I got the width. It's the length I'm worried about, bro. <laughs> I got a thermos, a little thermos. Dude, did you did you <laughs> a little thermos? Hot cold thermos, man. <laughs> Did you have any friends in uh, high school sports where they'd like call them like pop can or anything like that? Because they're a dick? Yeah. No, but we did have... All right, so in middle school, it was... Uh, can I get a little more volume in my headphones, actually, please? 
There we go. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Um, that was when they first started making us take showers. And it was um, it was just weird because it was 6th, 7th, 8th grade, Sykesville Middle School. And they made you take a shower after gym class to get you used to it, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't really know what the hell, what the point was. But um, everyone was going through puberty. So they were, they were scared. You know, a lot of people were uncomfortable getting naked. And like I had a friend that would sprint into the shower, like get his back wet and sprint out. But the weird thing was the teacher, the gym teacher would stand there and he would hand you a towel on the way out. Like, it wasn't just in a bin that you grabbed one. He stood there to make sure everyone showered. That's personal customer service right there. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. And he's cracking you on the ass with him and stuff. No, he didn't do that. (laughs) But we had this one kid, a black kid. I won't say his name uh, because he got into some drug dealing and shit, and I don't want that coming back on me. But this kid in seventh grade was fucking hung. I mean hung. Like... And he had no problem walking into that shower and talking there. He's like, ha, 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 I saw you there doing those one-handed push-ups. You know, his dick's just all that. And we're all sprinting through there as quick as we could. Some kids have hair, some don't. <laughs> yeah, so the only dick I ever saw or knew of that was, I mean, it was like, it was a big fucking dick in seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. Already. And I I can only imagine, he, it's not like a puppy's paws. Like, I think the dick got bigger with him. I don't think it was just like, bam, and then he grew around the dick, you know? I've never heard that compared to puppy's <laughs> paws before. You know how your dick grows in? Like You know, you see those big puppy paws and they grow in you, yeah, you know what's like, about to happen there. You got a nine-inch dick, and then I grew around it. Yeah. I'm I seven foot, to it. so it's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time uh, in, in high school, I forgot my towel. You had a towel? I had a towel. I completely forgot it. It was after, like, football practice, like, early in the morning, and I had to to, to use paper towels. To <laughs> towel your body <laughs> Towel my entire body off. So I'm completely naked. Hey, Brody! <laughs> there he is right there. He's towing off of paper towels. I literally it? just, like, am, like, this brown, like, like cheap yeah, paper the towels. The ones that make towels. your skin yeah. smell bad as yeah. soon as you start wiping on them. They're just, like, wood. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, like, soaked standing there, and I'm just like they're like, hey, Watkins, you forgot your towel. I was like, yeah. No one in high school showered. Nobody in high school showered. We were made, it's probably because we were made to shower in middle school. Nobody in high school showered. Um, God, you would have this like little metal, like basket in a locker sort of thing on wheels. And you, you know, you just had your combo lock on it. And those things would, people didn't wash. It stunk so fucking bad. Oh, yeah. So bad. Yeah. That locker room stunk. And they didn't have. You just walk by. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. There would be one that would jump out at you. Yeah. Like somebody, like when you're in line sometimes and you just smell somebody's stank and you're like, yeah. who's, where are we at? Oh, where are we at? Line corner over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that that's is. Exactly what that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would have, it would, it, you'd have it like that. And then um, I, I'm trying to remember, there was one kid that was, he actually got suspended for um, hygiene. Like he, he got suspended, suspended for, for hygiene. He came from. How do you explain that to your parents? He would smell. I mean, it was bad. Well, his they they were they didn't have a lot of money. Right. They lived in a house that was rumored not to have um, running water or septic. I don't know if that's true or not. But either way, they made the kid shower one day. They told him he had to get in the shower. So I'm telling you that I think the only person I ever even heard of getting in those showers at high school. I never. I don't even remember poking my head in to look around. They were just nasty. Nobody showered. Mm. Yeah, it was rank. Oh, man. Do you still play sports? 
I mean, I wouldn't say I still play him, but I, I saw could, that home run derby. I did all right. I did. Yeah, all, I, did, you did. I hit it farther than I thought I would in the home run. Between you and Larson, that was fun. That was a fun day. It was a good day. Yeah. Did they release that footage? Uh, they have it. They've asked for like us to like uh, give notes on it and stuff, but I just I don't have any time to do it. Jet's on Jay. Yeah. That's on you, Larson. <laughs> oh, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Homework. Yep. Dude, so good to have you on, man. I've been uh, having some people tonight. When are you going to get that sickle cell on the podcast? That's nice, huh? That's nice to hear. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. You, uh, you're you one of those guys who uh, uh, you've done my show, Stand Up on the Spot, quite I a few love times. It. It's fucking awesome. You're one of those guys who is really good at the show because the way your style is, you're kind of a storyteller with your stand up. And a suggestion that somebody will yell out will just kind of spark this story that you haven't thought of in years. And then you just like this gem just presents <laughs> itself. <laughs> the first time I did your show. this I don't even know if you know this, actually. It's so funny. Uh, the first time I did your show, um, the first thing someone yelled out was anal sex. And I told a story about how Mike Piazza, unbeknownst to Mike Piazza, if he's watching... Um, Got me anal sex in a bet. Uh, I was seeing this girl at the time, and uh, it was right when the he left the Dodgers to go to the Mets, and we're out here, and um, she had heard him on Stern, and she said, I don't like Mike Piazza. He sounds like a chauvinist. And I was like, you're out of your mind. Mike Piazza is a fucking one of the greatest He's Italian an American here. Italian American. Italian American. <laughs> Great motherfucking catcher. Pure swing. Tommy Lasorda saw it all. And he was just coming back to L.A. to play. And, you know, there were a lot of boos and there were a lot of cheers, a lot of thank yous and a lot of fuck yous. You know, it's sports. It's what it's supposed to be about. And she we're sitting there and she's like, I just I don't like him. And I go, well, you know what? He's going to hit a home run this at bat. She's like, there's no way. And I was like, there's definitely a way. She goes, listen to me. And we've been dating for a little while now. And, we, you know, we're, we're experimenting a little bit. And she goes, if he hits a home run. <laughs> I'll have anal sex with you. And I was like, done. Like, what is the lose in that? I know. What's the lose? I don't get no. anal sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean so, like, now? What are the odds here? And he got up to the fucking plate, and he hit that fucking thing, and I stood up. I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Boom. Fucking home run, dude. I was going nuts. I was going nuts. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sex for the first time. You got me anal sex. I'm cheering like that. And you're like, God, I uh, guess this is meant to be. part, and she was worried about Hello. But yeah, that shit was, I mean, you, it just, it was one of those ones where no matter where you were sitting, if you were outside getting a hot dog, you heard that wood, like, and you were like, oh my God, that's gone. <laughs> there was no doubt. Dude. There was, it wasn't like it just crept over the fence. It was no doubt. It was a bomb. Yeah. My fiance. <laughs> One of the best men ever. Yeah. Love you, Fiat. Gotta love my, my Fiat. Great Italian American. Hit me with one of those.
the great Italian American. <laughs> That's exactly how I heard it in my head. Dude. <laughs> Dude. If you meet him someday, you got to tell him that story. I wish he would call in right now so I could tell him about it. You know it. what? That's what's weird about this podcast is like... The reach of this podcast is unbelievable. We got a lot of celebrities that, that listen and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know what? I'm sure it's showing up on my caller ID right here. You got a uh, caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, you know, it's trying to upgrade, I'm trying to upgrade the technology slower and slower on this podcast. Uh, it says in Piazza, we might be lucky. Um, what a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, is this uh? Is this Mike uh, Piazza? Is uh, Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah. Is this uh, is this Mr. Piazza? This is, uh, you call me Mike, man. Mr. Piazza is my dad. Okay. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing, man? Hey, uh, we're doing great. We were actually uh, just talking about uh, something crazy about how you're involved a little bit. Uh, I was just going to say hey and see how you were doing. You know, we're getting ready to uh, start some spring training here after the Super Bowl. And, you know, I like to check in before we head out there and uh, just give my little advice to teams, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, you're you still playing? You're still uh, swinging the bat? No, no, I, I don't, I'm not still playing at all, but I certainly still swing the bat. I've always had a solid swing. You could count on me, man. I tell you, if, if you ever needed to bet on somebody, I was the guy you'd put your money on. Well, that, that's as crazy as uh, my buddy Ryan here. Uh, he hey, actually, hey, Mike. He actually, uh, hey, Ryan. he actually had a, a story happen where he bet, you know, that you could hit a home run for anal sex. Um, I'm not sure I understand that. Let me let me clear that up a little bit. That sounded a little weird, Mike. Hey, this is Ryan Sickler. Uh, yeah, when you had gone to the Mets and came back to L.A., uh, my girlfriend at the time had heard you on Howard Stern. And didn't like you. She thought you were a chauvinist. I'm the furthest thing from. I'm a great Italian-American. That's the fuck I said. Great Italian-American. How dare you talk about Mike Piazza like that? One of the sweetest swings ever. Tommy Lasorda saw everything. I said the same shit, Mike. Dude, it's like, it's like you guys are, have the same dialogue. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how connected you guys it's are. It's like you're watching live. Man. Uh, but anyway, long story hey, short. Uh, Mike, how do you say Tuesday? Tuesday. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, somebody else say it? I say it the same way, Mike. But I, I branded a podcast off it. <laughs> I got a shirt that says Tuesday. Yeah, all right, I have to check that out, man. Anyway, uh, long story short, here you're at bat. I'm sticking up for you and defending you. Um, she dun, 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 can't stand you. Dun, dun, dun. I say, hey, he's gonna hit a home run at this bat. At bat, and she says, "There's no way. If he does, I'll have anal sex with you." I remember that at bat. Hit it out on the first pitch. You sure as fuck did, dude. You could tell it was gone if you were getting a hot dog out. That's what I said. I said the same goddamn thing. I said the same thing. It was there was no doubt. Hit it, it's like eight rows deep. I'm. Pr- that's what I'm saying. And the whole section around me is cheering. They're high fiving for me, not for you. No offense. None taken, man. None taken. And uh, it was just such a great moment. It's something I'll I'll never forget, and uh, I appreciate you. Did she keep her word? She did, Mike. She did. I probably shouldn't say it on a podcast, now, but she did. Sickler, did you uh, did you say uh, like whenever you got to that point, did you go Piazza? <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, yeah. At, uh, at when I was finishing, I screamed Piazza. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Pretty sure I appreciate that, man. It's uh, like right whenever you exploded, you're like. Piazza. 
I'm not sure if it was me or if, again, the heavens above writing that out because it's Mike Piazza. He's a great Italian-American. Yeah, of course. Man, uh, well, thank uh, thank you, Mike Piazza, for calling in. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. We'll see you out there at spring training. All right. Sounds good. See you, Ryan. See you, Mike. Thanks, man. Man, you know what's How crazy? Cool was that? that was amazing, that dude. That is unbelievable. It's, it's so cool that he decided to call in. I, you know what's interesting is I've never heard of His timing. Uh, is I've never, else. I've never heard of or seen instant replay on a podcast before. Mm-hmm. But that's what that <laughs> <felt> like. <laughs> all right, all right, Mike. I'm gonna tell you the story that I just told. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, it was great. That was awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Finally. I've been that's been years. I've been wanting to thank that dude since like ninety nine. It's twenty twenty years. Man. Twenty years just closed on this fucking podcast, Jeremiah. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Happy to bring you guys together, man. <sighs> that felt good. Closure. Closure. Man, you've been needing to thank that guy for a I, long time. I can't even. Can't even, man. What a bucket list. That's a bucket, bucket list, man. That's what this podcast does, <laughs> that's man. What I mean. <laughs> Making dreams come true for yeah, this chair, bro. Right? Mm, 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 mm. Uh, dude, uh, you have a new podcast. That's I out. do. Called The Honeydew. It's called The Honeydew. I also would like to say, if you don't mind quickly, I do have a new album out as well. Um, you can get it. It's called Get a Hold of Yourself. It's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere you get it Spotify, Pandora, Sirius, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, my new podcast is called The Honeydew. It's at Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky Studio. Um, and it's a. Uh, it's, you know, I, my old podcast, The Crab Feast, which you should still go subscribe and listen to. It's a great storytelling podcast. Um, but what's different about the new podcast is I wanted to keep the things that I enjoyed from The Crab Feast and that I felt the fans did. And that was really the storytelling. And as opposed to a, a show where you come on with, a, you know, a great ghost story, a great uh, drinking story, a great, um, you know, I don't know, life-saving story, whatever. It, this is more focused on... I say highlighting the lowlights, like anytime you've ever been overlooked or just shit on, we all have stories like that. And I want to talk to people that makes you appreciate comedians even more who can laugh at those dark times now and who've dealt with them and, and, and moved on and, and turned it into some form of success. Sure. So you'd be perfect. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be perfect. Mike Piazza would be perfect too. I know, right? (laughs) Did he, is he calling in again? Uh, He's still Mike. Mike, Mike still Mike, there? are you still there? I, I would. You guys, I'm, it's, I'm on. Uh, sorry, guys, I've got Sprint. Um, I'd love to do it. Oh, dude, I'd love to have you on. <laughs> God damn, are you serious, Mike Piazza? Yeah, I'm gonna hang up for sure now. All right, Mike. I mean, <laughs> all right, Mike. Sometimes Mike refers to himself in the third person. He, he, he gets he's gotten a little egotistical over the years. He's probably flexing in the mirror or something right now, looking at his stash. He still has it. Did you ever rock just a stash? I did for uh, November. Last, was it not last year? The year before I did, yeah. Larson and I had a competition of who could grow a better stash, which, first of all, is the saddest fucking thing I've probably ever said out loud, even <laughs> after telling you that Mike Piazza story. And uh, secondly, let's just say it ain't how you start. It's how you finish playing. Mm-hmm. He started off good, but you know what? Guess who's got fuller and bushier after the 30 days? Ooh, I won. I won that. That guy. I won that. I probably that won't do it again either. I'm not. What I saying? I, w- I would do it again. <laughs> How long you been out in L.A.? I've lived here this time um, since 97. I've been in L.A. A long time. That's a long time. That's a long time. And how do you feel? 
I feel fucking like I've been here since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> what were the What were those first few years like? Man, well, the first what was a tr- your transition like because you're coming from East Coast. Yeah, I'm coming from Maryland, mm-hmm. and the first. Well, the truth is I had a little taste of it because in 1994, when I graduated from JUCO College, junior college. Uh, oh, I'm familiar. All JUCO. I'm a JUCO guy as Are well. You? There you yeah, go. Yeah, Johnson County Community College. Shout out. That's that's uh, JC JUCO. Huh? JCCC. <laughs> JCCC. <Play up. laughs> JCCC, man. JCCC. 3C. 3C. Um, I couldn't. I, I wanted to go. To, I wanted to come to California to do comedy, and I wanted to be able to go to school and have a, a reason to come here because I didn't just want to drop everything. So I came, I got accepted to Cal State Northridge in 94. I'm sleeping over at my buddy's house. I'm getting up in the morning to drive my um, 1990 Honda Civic with original rims across this great country in February. Um, and I'm going 70 right through the Rocky Mountains in a fucking front wheel drive Honda Civic. And, um, my friend's mom wakes me up and it's, it's yesterday was the anniversary. It's MLK day. And she shakes me awake and she's like, Ryan, you don't have a school. And she's got CNN on. I think I'm dreaming. And it's the Northridge quake and it's destroyed Cal state Northridge oh, wow. and Northridge. I think 10 or so people die, maybe more. I'm not sure. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? So I came anyway, and school didn't start for a good month after that. So what they did was we didn't take a spring break, and we went two weeks into the summer a little longer to make up for the time. But literally, I I sat on a sidewalk under a tree for one class for the semester. The rest of it were, um, there was nothing in the school because it was destroyed. The parking structure was gone. Like, I was homeless for a month. I met a friend through a, a who became a friend through someone that that um because you were living in the dorms. I was supposed there. to be in the quad with three other people, make Whoa. all these friends, and I come and if they're like, yeah, nothing. You don't even have the housing, and I was like, I'm an idiot. So um, I was in a trailer, those little you know portables. That's what they put on the property, pretty much, and. So I had lived here for six months and had a taste of what LA was like, and I didn't do comedy at that time. Um, and then I went home, finished college there because when I came back for the summer, they're like, look, it's, you know, we're trying to get in-state kids in their priority. We need money. And then, you know, enrollment had just probably tripled to get people back. And since I was still technically an out-of-state student, I didn't have priority to anything. And they said, we'll give you financial aid to live here, but you have to take the semester off. And I was like, I'm not taking money just to live here. So I drove back to Maryland, finished college there wrapped up, came back out here. And that was 97. So I had a taste of LA and I sort of, I knew my way around. I knew the Valley. I knew Hollywood. I knew the West side. Um, so that was a little easier coming back with the no, you know, knowing where the comedy clubs were and all that. And that time when I came back, I started at, um, to do stand up and and one of the early places I did was called the LA Cabaret which is long gone but it was in Encino I met Tripoli there back when Tripoli did that fucking stripper in a wheelchair joke dude 
Do you know that one? No. Oh, man. It was something he did so long, so he doesn't do it anymore. But it was this whole bit about her coming out, and he would act it out where he'd drag his legs out of the fucking chair, and he'd pull himself up. It was so fucking physical and so fucking good. (laughs) And that was how I met Sam Tripley. And then a lot of comics. They had had a really nice club. They actually had a a side room that was really good. Um, And then they had a big, nice main room. And it just didn't, it, it went away. Um, so that's where I started. And then I started doing other shows and it just led into, you know, eventually. I, I got, my first management was at, they're, they're Levity now, but they were Power Entertainment back then. That's when I met Full Charge. And that was like two years at 99, I think. And it was in the belly room. They saw me in the belly room. Oh, okay. Yeah. So comedy store, I've always loved the comedy store. It's always been a, a great spot to do comedy. Um, so yeah, that was what the first couple of years were like. And then it's it's <laughs> the rest of them have all felt the fucking same. <laughs> One of the first agencies that I had out here uh was called Bobby Ball. <laughs> what? It's called the Bobby Ball Agency. <laughs> BVA. Bobby Ball. You can drop the A, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Ball and how what were they what were they specializing in? Uh commercials. Yeah. How'd yep. that go? Are they still um, around? I think they might still yeah. be around. I think I'm still in their Facebook group. Are you? <laughs> Maybe. That's nice, man. Yeah, man. I went to <laughs> some some of those some of those first places that you start out going to. I can't just believe it. Get... Does that say B Ball calling in on your caller ID? B Ball right is now? actually calling in. This is very strange. Uh, there is no way that's happening. Right hello, now. is is this somebody from BBA calling in? Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Is this Bobby Ball here? Y'all call. Uh, is this the Bobby Ball? This is the Bobby Ball. I am the BB and the BBA. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, we were, we just mentioned your Hang agency. Hang on one second. He's for Duracell. Yeah, no, Larry's Listerine. Sorry, I'm just over here running my business. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I have a, uh, a, uh, a prospective, uh, client for you. His name is Ryan Sickler. Uh, very funny comedian. Uh, he's looking I've for, uh, Hang, Hang on one second. No, it's the, the orange juice. Yeah, he, uh, he's looking for. I like pulp. You like pulp, Jeremiah? I actually, yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, no, I'm a big pulp oh, guy. Man. Tastes you, like you, a smoothie. You got all my pulp. Okay, pulp put your pulp here. on Bobby the side for me, Bobby Ball. Bobby Ball's pulp free, man. Uh, I was gonna push a, a prospective client on you, but I'm, I'm just more interested. How did you start that agency? Well, uh, it's funny you should ask. I. I used to be a commercial actor myself. Big deal. Really? Um, yeah, I did all the stunts for stuff like, you know, Crazy Glue, where they glue the guy's helmet and all. I'm the guy when they shoot it from the back. That's me hanging there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's me hanging there. I've uh, I've slipped three discs. Um, I've, I've got a jagged vertebrae. And I think I got what is equivalent to a Budweiser can back in one of my spines. Because uh, I do have a second spine. I've hurt myself a lot. You have a second spine? I, I have two spines. I have one that supports the spine. It's sort of like uh, when they remodel the Leaning Tower of Pizza 
Or is it Piazza? Hey, you ever have Mike Piazza call in here? He's a client of mine. I could have him give you all a shot if you feel uh, like. You actually, we're actually full on our Mike Piazza uh, for this podcast episode. We've actually I already heard he's from a, him. He's a great Italian American. No, I, know, I know he is. I know. He told me a story about five minutes ago about some <laughs> anal sex and a home run or something. I don't know. I got to get back Dude, to him. I, I heard the, the, the baseball hit could be heard from outside the stadium. He said if you was out getting a hot dog, you'd have heard it out there. That's what he told me, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's and what I mean. I... One out in the parking lot yeah. on the sidewalk, okay? Yeah. Not nine dollar hot dog out at the concession stand. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but uh, I was a commercial actor myself, as I was saying. I did a lot of this. I was a stunt man for commercials specifically. Um, anytime you see those Chevy Silverado trucks that just get dropped and bounce, I'm the guy that's in there. You're, doing that. you're the guy who's who's yeah. doing the dropping the bouncing. Uh, I'm in the car. You're in the car. The you, you're feeling all the. I'm, you're I'm feeling dropped. that load oh, come in. Man. It's I'm, hot and ready. And I'm strapped to the bottom because gravity will pull me up to the top during the drop, and they can't see me or that. So we that, we learned that the hard way. Yeah. I've had 14 concussions just off a of Silverado commercial. <laughs> Uh, and finally, it hit me one day, and I said, I got to get the fuck out of this business before I die. So yeah. I'm going to stay in Before the you get a, a third spine. I mean, who can have a third spine? Yeah. Uh, so I says to myself, let me start the Bobby Ball Agency, and I'll have other idiots do that kind of shit. And uh, that's what I've done. I've been pretty successful right now. That, that uh, Energizer Rabbit's one of my top guys right now. Uh, he's, Wait, you... He's your client, the, the Energizer client. Bunny. The Energizer Bunny. The guy who hits the drum. Yep, that's him. That's a that's an actor. That's a real person. That's a real person. That's, a real that's small in that suit. Person and he's a real guy, man. We shoot that to scale. So what happens is I need the three million dollar budget. When I say that, people are like, ain't he electronic? I said, hell no, that's a real guy in there. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sneezing over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a real guy there. It's a client of mine. Wait, He's so, flesh so, and blood. I mean. I, his name's Geraldine. His name is Geraldine? Geraldine. And so when they say, what the hell do you need $3 million for? Don't you just pop a couple energizers in there? I say, well, hang on a second. Duracell's a client. So I get Duracell batteries in the back of that energizer. Nobody knows a diff. Uh, so the Energizer buddy, he's just, you know, big He's powered by Duracell? Powered by Duracell. Big two, spoiler. Two double A's. I promise you that. And, uh. The, the money comes in because I got to build a set. Like, if you see a little kitty cat bowl, it's got to be 20 times the size of Geraldine. Yeah. And that's where the money comes in. Right. Set build. You know, of Geraldine course. comes cheap. Yeah, know. he's just a normal guy. But that Energizer Bunny is a real guy named Geraldine. Has he ever sprained an arm or anything? Because he keeps going and going and going, you know? He's got a lot of tendonitis. And I'll tell you the truth, between you and me, Jeremiah and Mike Piazza, I think uh, every now and then he probably puts somebody else in that suit because the German just ain't the same. You know, this this is it a podcast. This is being heard by thousands of people. Well, you can go ahead and edit some of this out here. Oh, I think we're actually losing you. Uh, uh, hello? Uh, hello? It's Bobby Ball signing off, man. Uh, all right. 20%, y'all. Man, Ooh, hold on. 20%. <laughs> I thought it was 10%. Uh, he's, you know. Sorry, I'm still here, guys. A lot of my clients uh, falsely think it's 10%, but when you see the money I'm getting you, you'd be like, hell, you can take 25, Bobby. I say, Bobby, ball all day, baby. Man, <laughs> he sounds like he really knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, good I for mean, you. What happened? How, why'd you leave them? Yeah, you know, just like it was, a, it was parts in the tide, you know, changes of the wind and the road. Uh, uh, 
Are you still here? He's Procter and Gamble and Todd. Todd, they're one of my clients. Todd did a Todd detergent commercial about no, six months back. Bobby. They had me eating pods. I was vomiting. I tell no. you, I'll say this, though. I like the silver line. Bobby Ball's all about the silver line. Lost 45 pounds. How about that now? Come on. Man. Man, I'm starting to think that... They're just patching directly into the show. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even screening that call anymore. I don't know what's going on. How many that caller ID is yeah. just not. <laughs> Dude, it's on the fritz. That caller ID is it's on the fritz right on now. The fritz. Dude, Geraldine, man, I had no idea that. Dude, it's about like it. it's an R two D two situation. That's, that's exactly what well it is. Said. Yeah, Dude, that's exactly There's what it is. There's actually a person inside R two D two. If you didn't know that, yeah, my aunt met him once. Really? Mm-hmm. In the suit. Uh, no, out of the suit, she ate... Uh, uh, I wouldn't know what he looked like. He's just like a little person. But do you know what he... I mean, I wouldn't know what he actually looked like. I wouldn't be able to oh, identify no, no. Him. I wouldn't like, be I like, if he was walking down the Peter street. Dinklage. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. No, she went to... She has this this great old story of... And like, in this great, like, old, like, Polaroid photo of uh, her at this, like... She happened to go on a date with a guy who was connected with the Star Wars films, and she met the guy who plays C three PO, R two D two, Anthony Daniels. Is that right? Do I have it right? Uh, I probably have it wrong. Yeah, and the I'm guy who the played uh, Chewbacca. They were all there. No shit. Yeah, super tall guy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my aunt's story. story. <laughs> <laughs> who? That's just my aunt Marilyn's story. Aunt Marilyn, what's up, Aunt Marilyn? Yeah, dude. Uh, you and I have worked on. Uh, a couple shows together now. You, you did do dance. Yeah, you did. Of course, you did. I'm glad it was so memorable. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I forgot you had. Yeah. yeah well, because here's the thing about this business that some people may or may not know. Like, you shoot shit, and it's a fucking year. Oh, I know. Before that shit, so it's not going to come out till what? The spring or something like that. I think it's spring or summer. It's coming, and yeah. we shot last year. You know, know, well last year. Oh yeah. And I, Comedy Central pillow right over there. Yep. I shot a This Is Not Happening in the summer of 2017, and it will air sometime this year. Two years what? later almost, yeah. Because um, they ended up breaking it into two seasons. So, like, guys like Larson and Lemmy and all those cats that we did it with, they're all in season two. So there's another one coming, unless they decide to pull it. I don't really know, but there's another one coming, I believe, this year. We all shot for it. So, But I'm saying, like... It takes a while. Yeah, it takes, it takes a while. A while. We did. Uh, uh, you worked on uh, the comedy jam with our with our with our brother Josh Adams. Yeah, comedy jam. Yeah. You uh, <laughs> you want to tell the story about what happened? We, to you on there. We should. Yeah, we should tell the story because <laughs> you did not help my nerves oh, at all. You were you were playing me like a fiddle that night. It felt so good. So. Josh Adam Myers is doing his he's doing his story and then he's gonna sing a song. Like that's the theme of the comedy jam. Uh and the story has to do with the reason why he chose the song. And basically, in his song, uh in his story, excuse me, he gets arrested for cocaine possession in his story at, at this party. So we organized something very last minute. Which I didn't know either. No one knew. Nobody knew about this. No one this. knew. Nobody, right. the director didn't know. None of the producers knew. I'm sitting there watching. I had just no a, idea. Just maybe somebody in the makeup department who helped us get the baby powder. And by the way, this is a recording uh, before the show starts. Mm-hmm. That, it's like a pre-tape. And the cameras are rolling. Mm-hmm. And... It's leading right into the beginning of what they are going to air on television. So 
what you do directly affects all of that. The rest of the production. The rest of it. The In a way that after I talked to everybody, I still didn't know how deep it really went. <laughs> so Johnny Scordis and I are the roadies on the Comedy Jam, and we, we organized something with, with Josh where we were going to act like we were snorting fake cocaine, baby powder, and we were going to like throw it in our faces and like just be like dancing crazy and stuff and going wild, doing what we usually do for the comedy jam. So Josh is singing uh, Slither by Velvet Revolver, and he's like killing it. He's like going all in. He's like sweating, being all rock star, you know. And Johnny Scores and I start acting out kind of like the, you know, our interpretation of the story that he had just told except uh, I put a line of fake cocaine on Johnny Scores' lower back. Ass crack. Ass crack. Snort that thing. Snort it. You really did snort it. I accidentally got some. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> got to commit, baby. I mean, if it, can, if it causes cancer on your privates, I can't imagine what you just snorted. Yeah, there. I know. I know. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. So I have co- like this fake cocaine all over my, my all face. All on camera. It's all, all on in front camera. of Comedy Central. <laughs> <All> on- <laughs> <laughs> and I start feeling the energy of the crowd because they're like, yeah, yeah they're into it. No they're doubt. super into it. So I start taking handfuls of baby powder and throwing it into the audience. And they're like, yeah, they're going wild. They're loving it. And and Johnny and I run around the stage throwing this baby powder everywhere. Everywhere. There's plumes of smoke. Plumes. Like, Perfect words. Everywhere and plumes. It's billowing, billowing at this point. Is, yes. It's everywhere. Mushroom cloud, Mushroom cloud, if I dare. And this is an all-black stage. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, at the end of the song, the dust settles. And, you know, Johnny and I and Josh, we're all looking at each other like, we just destroyed. Because the audience loved it. And it looked great. And it looked great on camera. But we didn't, we hadn't prepped any of the producers or the director on this. Dude. And as soon And as I'm already on headsets and everything, hearing the, the them go nuts about it while you guys are up there doing it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They were fucking pissed. Dude, I step off stage and uh, they're like, hey, Jeremiah, um, you know how somebody uh, acts like they're being nice to you at first, but then immediately. But they're speed talking yeah, to yeah. yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, you know. Hey, Jeremiah, uh, who gave you approval for that? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, you know. Um, Myself. I did. I was like. I did. God damn, hey, I got some up some my nose. Good Johnson and, ooh, I like that other Johnson. I, I think that's cut with baby powder. Man, that's good. Baby powder cut, uh, cut on cut. <laughs> I was like, uh, who gave you approval? I was like, bro. oh, uh, Josh did. I was like, Josh said it was cool. And they're like, best worst answer you could have fucking given, by the way. I know, because best Josh is technically an EP on the show. So, not technically, he, he is, is an EP. Yeah, on the he show. is an EP on the show. He's a it show creator. By anybody. And he didn't run it by anybody. So, as soon as they're like, okay, that's all we needed to know. And from that point on, like I started catching heat from everybody backstage because they had to. Dude, they were in the truck. Well, this is what I know, and they were they were saying shit like he'll never work in this town again. They were saying <laughs> shit like that. Like they were going nuts. They were going nuts because, first of all, you just you just put ice all over the floor where people are going to be dancing, running, and singing. I think is her name Taryn Manning, Tara Manning, Taryn Manning, Taryn yeah. right was roller skating. And she was going to be out there on 
ice on roller skates pretty much. And they were fucking hot. So they have this whole crew come out. They stopped the show for, I mean, honestly, do you remember 20? At least half an hour. Yeah, I was going to say 30, but I, I, if I remember it being at least 30, 20, 20, yeah, 20 to 30, 30 minutes, minutes is a shut. People are, the energy that you just created is now <laughs> being like, what the fuck is going on behind the scenes is a shit storm. And They're I having to reclean everything, mop it, everything. And what we find out even later that we didn't know is the keyboardist was like, dude, that shit settled on my keys. And his fingers were slipping. He couldn't slipping figure out the why at first. He's like, it's this fucking powder. And his fingers are slipping off to, to the wrong fucking keys, he said. It it went everywhere. And, um, like, I just kept hitting you up like, dude, they, they just said you're never going to work on this town again. Like, dude, and, and, and Sickler had an earpiece. So... Sickler's acting like this like this news so. reporter who is hearing from the studio. He goes, he go, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, Joe, yeah, yeah, I'll tell him. Hey, Jeremiah, you're done in this town. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna need you to finish up here tonight, yeah. and then you're pretty much done in this town. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell him, Joe. All right, yeah. Yeah, did you hear that? And he's like, he's like, hey, uh, Jeremiah, they said uh, leave your leather pants at the door. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing that really did help you out though is that you had worked with him on roast battles, so. Yeah. He had a bit of hindsight and was able to pull you aside and be like, look, man, this isn't that. This isn't a fucking free-for-all. And that's what the conversation he had with me after yeah. it was all said and done. Right. But the whole shoot, everybody backstage said, stay out of everybody's way. Stay out of Joel's way specifically. Don't, like, make any scenes like you have been in it's any of the other story episodes. Now. Yeah. 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 But like the like the the Duffies who were helping produce it, God, it was the best. They told me they're like it looked amazing on camera, and then as soon as it happened, we're like, oh no, this is the worst thing yeah. that you could ever do during a shoot. Mm-hmm. And they, I just kept hitting you all Dude, night you, long. I it was by like them. a knife every time Sigler walked by me backstage. They are pissed off outside, I was, and now. I'm like, I'm so concerned because they're talking about suing you. <laughs> I'm He's like, like amping it up. You're putting them over 2500 over budget. Well, that was, take that out that of your was a big thing yeah. about it. <laughs> is because we shut down production for that long. They were saying that they might have to go into overtime. Right. And that one bit might cost them like 15 grand. Yeah. And I was like, 15 grand for yeah. a baby powder bit? Yeah, for a clean up baby powder bit. I know. Yeah. How about that? I would have just brought a snowblower in there and been like, everybody get back. Come on. That's ah! oh. gone, man. It's gone. That, cur- that curtain's white, but it's gone. That old lady died over there. It was a lot of baby powder. Dude. It was, man. God, it was funny. It was really fun to keep fucking with you for like two hours. I just kept being like, do not go out that I was a nervous there. wreck. <laughs> there wasn't even anybody. I'm like, do not go up those steps right now, dude. I'm like, really? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll tell, I'm going to let him know you're going to tell Melissa Etheridge, Joel. Yeah, he's going to tell Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> he knows everybody. Yeah. You're going to tell Pearl Jim? He's, he just told Pearl Jim never to work with him. <laughs> Let's get into this next segment, Fanning Out. Fanning Out. I reached out to people on social media and asked them, hey, if you can ask Ryan Sickler any question, what would it be? And I got uh, a gang of questions. You that did? Are fun- oh, Can't yeah, believe anybody absolutely. responded Oh, no, us. of course. Um, Not because of you, because of me. At Lord Grub Nelly, how do you like your meatballs cooked? <laughs> cooked? I like Sue Larson's meatballs. I just like them rolled up and and whispered on. That's about it. Rolled up and whispered on. That's it. Uh, at what it is, two Zs, does Ryan Sickler have the soul of a black man? <laughs> 
Between his yell and his laugh, I can see why I never see him with Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> I just did Burt's podcast, actually. Uh, oh, dude, I bet there was some high-pitched, great was, laughing was was going on there. Yeah. Um, I've been told I do have the soul of an old black man, but, but more than that, I've actually been told I have the soul of an old black woman, believe it or really? not. Really? I have been told that. I feel like maybe equal, maybe equal. That's what I. That's what they tell me, though. People are like, well, it's all right, man. It's this, okay. Is this my soul? This is your soul. Wow, my my soul's got a way better voice than I. Oh, it's sexy as hell. Oh, yes, man. it is. <laughs> Can you just start talking for me, soul? Yeah. Oh man, you know who I love. Mike Piazza. I was about to say that. You're my soul. I, figured I know. We're all the same Man, name, I'll man. tell you what. We wouldn't need Mike Piazza if we just talked like this all the time. Oh, hell no. God damn. I know, man. Just want to cook up some pancakes and 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 Frito-Lays. Oh, Frito-Lays and Frito pancakes, Frito-Lays and man. pancakes, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that you cook them, man. You cook uh, your no, Frito-Lays? You don't cook you, your Frito-Lays. I oh, bake them, on, man. man. You're my soul. You know yeah. I bake Frito-Lays. Oh, I know how you like those baked goods. It's like yeah. refried Frito-Lays. Refried Frito-Lays. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a specialty in the sickle cell house. Man, that's a, we'll put, a, put a little chili and, and cheddar on oh, top, chili, too. pancakes, Come and on, Frito-Lays. <laughs> Come that's on. That's how I like my pancakes. Forget about it. Are you for real? Only my soul would know that. Only your I don't soul even tell would anybody that. that shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that is the, one of the Darbo's biggest secrets that we have. I feel like my soul has like a 10-inch dick. It sounds oh, easy. It sounds like that kid in middle school and it just grew around. It sounds like my soul grew around that Yeah, dick. they call me two-liter. <laughs> Three liter, bro. I'm a three liter, bro. <laughs> it just says soda on the it side, but soda. it's a three liter. It's one of them Dr. Thunders, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all remember Dr. Thunder from Walmart, right? Come on, man. Y'all want to live three Give liter. Give me six dicks. liters of Dr. Thunder, <laughs> It's yeah. gonna go flat in three minutes. So you better you better it's, get it while you hey can. Man, as soon as you pop that open, you got about thirty seconds. Otherwise, there's no carbonation left at all. You gotta you gotta open it into your mouth while we get that caramel water over. after yeah. about thirty seconds. What man. are we doing here? Knock the thunder. The thunder has passed. The thunder, man. Man, what happened? Do you remember Mountain Lightning? <laughs> I do, man. It was You're, blue. Wasn't it? No, man, no, man. It was green. Oh, it was God as damn. close to Mountain Dew as possible without getting sued. It's called Mountain Lightning. Do you remember Jolt? Of course we remember Jolt. Jolt. <laughs> Remember of course we do, man. Come on. It's your soul here. Sickles. Sickle cell soul. That's so <laughs> oh, hey, man. Man. Man, those off-brand pops is where it was at. It's what you, we used to take hey, do those. we call it pops or sodas? We call it soda. That's right. Everything was soda. Everything was soda Everything was soda. It didn't so, matter if it was Sprite or Sunkist. Yeah, it was you just call it soda, Yeah, man. you get soda. Yeah. That's the kind of shit we would go to the AMP and we would get those those sodas. Oh yeah, and take those were our field trip sodas to like oh, the Smithsonian. And shit. Remember the, that? Straight to the dome. Remember that? Oh, of course. Remember I when do. we saw Archie Bunker's chair? Of course. In Cliff Clavin's <laughs> mail outfit. Remember yeah. that at the Smithsonian? Of course, it's man. Pretty awesome. Man. Sometimes those moments in your life, you look back on, you're like, this is a this is a life changing moment right now. Seeing Bunker's chair, <laughs> something else. Isn't we it? wanted to sit in it. We did, but. Those little uh, red velvet ropes. They say don't go, don't go past there. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, I've been meaning to ask you something What's lately. That? 
Something's been on my mind lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's hard for me to say this. It's but, me you're uh, talking to, man. I, I guess so. I mean, just me. I guess I should open up to you. I mean, I am a part of you. You've been in me. I've been in you. Yeah, open up. Yeah, you're outside of me. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever have anal sex again? I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're gonna have it again. Uh and if I had my way, it'll be it'll be something that might be out. Maybe it'd be a golf a hole in one or something. You know, he can't hit home runs like that. I mean, he could in an old timers game though. Maybe you should start betting on ourselves. <sighs> Maybe you should start talking for me, like literally speaking for me, and we probably have a better shot at it. Hey man, like some you just gotta let me open. You know, you gotta let me open up. You, you know, ready? Because- so we let you run? Yeah, can I'll I? I'll take the training wheels off. You can run, man. Can I? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll let you run all day. We can go swimming, all of it. I'll let you out there, man. You just need a little taste. Hey, man, I'd love to cat call on your behalf. <laughs> so, girl. Sorry, that's my soul, there, man. You know, that's a good one, though. Man. Right. Good. You're welcome me anywhere. Soul. What them titties do? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my soul. I'm sorry, man. No, this just gets it out of me. That's just my soul coming hey, out. Hey, I sniff that butt of yours? I'm sorry, that's my soul coming <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. That's just us, you know. I apologize, my soul. Hey, up. man, hey, hey, girl, hey, hey. Hey, you want roller skates over there? I'm about to eat your butt and get some meal on wheels action over here. I'm sorry, ma'am. I know you're with uh, your grandma. I apologize. Uh, I know you were a child right now. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know you were pregnant until you turned around and backwards skated. That's my soul. I'm sorry. I'm real sorry about that. (laughs) I was going to ask you to couple skate, but looks like you're already coupled up. How about we triple skate? (laughs) I'm sorry. That's my soul right there. Are we doing adult swim right now? What are we doing? (laughs) Let's make the most of this 15 minutes, girl. <laughs> I can't oh, believe my soul's Your soul up, is uh, great. Your soul's soul. a, little, a little bit of a horn dog, man. Oh, man, my soul's fantastic. Man, that's good. Man, Oof. I'm glad that guy asked that question. I know, right? Uh, at Brian Fitzpatrick, is the poo tree real? The poo tree? The poo tree. I'm not sure I know what Brian There's multiple people who asked about poop stuff. Uh-huh. Is there a poop... Story or something that you've poo shared on the tree. A- I'm trying to think of it. The, the only tree. thing I could think about it the, the, that I would have was I was with a friend one time. And we were going to see another friend's show or something, and we're we're in you know dirty Hollywood, and we're in this parking lot, and we're trying to park where all the other cars are. So we go to this empty area of the lot. And we're just swinging wide to pull into a, a space. Yeah. And when we swing wide, the headlights hit this homeless dude who's squatting in a parking lot, taking a massive shit. But he's got this little twig that was equivalent to a pencil. And he was holding it in front of him as if the twig was like this invisible cloak and we couldn't fucking see him. And we took two laps around to look at that again and laughed our ass off. But I I can't think of anything other than a poo tree. I wonder if he's got the right person. No, I mean... That's that's pretty funny. I got to think that would be it. It's just like a little kid thinking that... Not exactly. Know, you know like, what I you mean? don't see me back yeah. here. If it, if you, <laughs> or like when you're like, I, I can't I, see you, you can't see me. <laughs> I play hide and seek with my daughter. I'm like, where are you? And she'll be like, back here. I'm like, stop saying that. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> giving it up. Uh, this is funny. At Chris Anderson, would you share a sleeping bag with Jeremiah while camping or bring your own? Asking for a friend. 
Um, well, I would say this. I'm going to bring my own because I wouldn't know how you'd feel about sharing one. But, right. you know, we could eventually work into the conversation and see if it's a double sleeping bag or a single sitch or what we got going on. I, my soul would probably have a better answer for that. Yeah, we all yeah, about consent, man. Yeah, consent. That's what we're all about here. But if you want to get it popping in that sleeping bag. Yes, and. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my soul's going to fuck you with his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got I got, a, I got, got that three liter dick, man. <laughs> you better watch out for Sickler's soul, man. I got that three liter dick. Three liters, huge. Dude, I don't even think a porn star would fuck oh, that. Oh, dude, dude, those <laughs> oh, three God. liters. My, oh, my mom would get those for like those random sleepover birthday parties mm-hmm. or whatever. Those giant, like, go go. Wonder why they're up still. Right? It's fucking Dr. Thunder. That's why. Dr. Thunder, Mountain, Mountain Lightning. Lightning. Bro, that's Woo. it. Uh, <laughs> at Crane Care Ops, what's the most inappropriate place your laugh has gotten you in trouble? Church, sex, court? Keep killing it. Appreciate that, player. Um, That's a good question, too. Church is close. I used to laugh a lot in church and because... I grew up Catholic. My grandmom and her sisters were all very Catholic, and one of her sisters was a nun, so whenever she'd come to town, we'd all have to go to church, and you had to do it proper. You had to get go to confession because we all wanted to go to communion just to get the damn communion in the wine, but she was like, uh-uh, there's a ritual to that, and if you're going to do that, then you got to go do this, so we'd have to do that. But then every time <laughs> something, because it's me and my brothers and cousins, and we'd all laugh, but it was that laugh in church. like You could see it out of your peripheral vision. You could just see the, the tr- hot, trying to hold it in, but the, they're shaking so hard, and that's making you fucking laugh. Yep. Um, so I Would I've, you get hit upside the head? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd get popped yeah. to the back of the head. Yep. Um, so I would get... And no one was immune to that pop. Um, so I, I heard that you could hear that pop outside of the church sometimes. That's what they say. They that's say, what they, they say. They call it the Piazza Pop. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm pretty sure. Piazza, the great yeah. Italian American, man. So I would say church, definitely I've been in trouble because I couldn't hold it in. Um, and also just not necessarily in that kind of situation, but when I'd get in trouble with my parents and my brother and I would get in trouble and they would be yelling at him, it would just kill me. It would make me laugh so hard. So school also, I would laugh at inappropriate things in school. Those were you mischievous in school or were you a good kid? I was a little bit. I I mean, we had, um, apparently it's still talked about according to one of the teachers there. Uh, but we put a clapper on and I, you know, I'm a lot older than you, bro. I graduated in 91. We put a clapper on the slide machine and we just kept doing that quietly and shutting it off. And she kept coming back and chat, dude, we were dying. Oh, I bet. oh, she finally wheeled that thing out in the fucking hallway. And we just wrapped that class up. Dude, it was a good one. Then we just fought with her. And then later she found out we had a clapper attached to it. I used to have a, uh, a friend who had one of those calculator watches mm-hmm. that he downloaded the TV code for uh, for his calculator watch. So he'd be like Buzz uh, Lightyear. He'd awesome. be like, <laughs> turn and the off. TV would turn on in the middle of class, and and the teacher would be like, what? And and everybody's just you know just like sit. It's literally a watch he's doing it with, That's and it awesome. drove this who teacher to, who insane. Who even knew how to do that? I don't know, this Asian kid, man. No shit. <laughs> you know what we used to do? We used to have um, everyone had the same cable box and the same controller. So you could come to my house next door with your controller if we lost ours and control the cable box. Yeah. They were called Scientific Atlantas. And um, 
one night I had the idea that we should just go around the neighborhood and we would sneak into people's windows and we would just turn their TVs on and off and shit. And it would freak one dude got fucking, he's up there beating on his goddamn TV and shit. We're dying laughing. That was a good one. That was dude, fun. That's such a that funny a way to fun. haunt people. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be right out. Cause it would work on every, we'd all like, I, I lost mine. We got three of them. You give one to your friend. Um, <laughs> did that. Um, in school. Oh, so here's a crazy story I could tell you about school. So there was one night that it was, I think it was going to be the homecoming game or some, yeah, it's homecoming game or, or the kickoff of the season. I played soccer and, and my, the friends I hung out with were football players and we're going up there to take on the fence. The true story is on the fence. It says like, welcome back or some shit like that. So we take it and we make those letters say, and I can't to this day, I have to ask my friends because I still talk to all of them uh, what, what the hell we try to make it say but like fuck you or something like yeah, that yeah yeah the letters were there and you know we spent a lot of time because it's all just tissue paper shoved in chain link fence you know what I mean we're over over there or <laughs> it's, like forever. it's like two in the morning and we do this so as we're leaving we look down on the stadium field where we play and there's two guys on four wheelers and they've broken in and they are shredding the fucking stadium that we play on and that's our ankles and our knees and shit so we're like well fuck this and this fence was way up it was like the the border of the school property out by the road you know what i mean we just see headlights down on the, and they're tearing it up so <clears throat> these dudes two dudes tearing our field up they don't see us coming at all. We sneak in. We're sprinting up behind them because they're just doing donuts. It's not like they're trying to ride away. And I grab one of them like a horse collar tack when I just rip him off of his fucking ATV and the thing flips over and the other one sees it. And we just start pounding this dude. The other one sees it and he takes off and goes, there was a practice field on the field below it. So he drives down there. This dude was smart, popped his spark plugs out, hopped the fence and hauled ass. That way we couldn't steal his ATV. Oh. So... Um, we got this kid and his ATV and there's like six of us and we're holding this kid. We're not letting this motherfucker go anywhere. So one of our friends goes to a neighbor's house and basically leaves out the part that we were fucking with this fence. But while sure. we were up there, we saw this <laughs> shit go down. So we lied and said we happened to be driving by and of saw course, it. whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, the fence still says, fuck you up there. Right. We, which we forget about. <laughs> so, um, we call the police. The police come. They arrest him. They call rollback. They tow his ATV. And that's how we knew about it. We're like, there's another one down there. And the guy's like, he popped his spark plug out so we couldn't take it. So they had to put it in neutral, push the thing up. And so they they get it. They, they tow it all the way and they arrest this kid. They then call us to court <clears throat> as witnesses for this guy. And uh, even the judge was like... Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys were all doing there at two in the morning, but uh, good for you. You did a one good thing. You saved your fucking school field, and uh, we'll, we'll deal with it from here. So off we go. I'm not kidding you. I can't remember the time frame. I'd like to say it wasn't that long, three months, six months later. Um, right where I live, I see we see these lights go, like, flying off the road. We're like, man, it looks like somebody might have crashed up there. Yeah. So we, it's, it's, we're all 16 and 17 at the time. We have cars. It's, like, a half a mile. We drive up. We get out, and there's this, like, I want to say it was a Beretta. And it's down this ditch, and this dude's in there. And we're like, dude, are you okay? And the guy's like, oh, man, he starts talking. And this voice sounds so familiar. And my buddy who's with me was there at the stadium, too. And it sounds so familiar. 
And he keeps talking, and I look at my friend, and I go, it's the same guy. He's like, what? I'm like, this is the guy from the ATV. He's like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, yes, it is. And the guy starts saying shit like, come on down here, man, and help push me out. And then my friend's like, holy shit, it is him. And we're like, and he looks up, and he sees us. He's like, I remember you guys. I'm like, yeah, we're the guys that fucking beat the shit out of you for tearing our fucking uh, stadium field up. And now what are you drinking and driving when all the fucking girl? Uh, and he, so he was trying to get us to come down and help him get put, put our fingerprints all over this fucking car. And he had left it. So he bailed on it. He ran because we couldn't get down that Whoa. fucking hill. He bailed and left. And then the police come and they're asking us questions. We're like, we just dealt with this. It was crazy that it was the same fucking guy. And he didn't go to our school. He was older. Like, we didn't That's even so know who weird. the fuck this dude was. It was this random encounter with this dude again. Both really late at night. Sure, they were both alcohol-induced. But, uh, yeah, we'd get a little bit of trouble here and there. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Not too much. We did a lot of good shit, though. <laughs> a lot of fun shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's as much as I'll say So I don't get myself into I know, I know That's pretty innocent I know it's, uh, That's what I'm feeling I was like yeah. That involved court And that was enough for me Yeah yeah You don't yeah. need to hear about the rest Yeah uh, I don't have a record though Knock on wood Heck yeah uh, At Revel It's finest Unlike Larson Sickler has been hit In the head a million times <laughs> What is the hardest hit You took Hashtag all Juco Hashtag all Juco. Hardest hit I ever took, I don't even remember it because I was jumped in um, Irvine and ended up in the hospital with a um, fractured jaw. I permanently have TMJ. I had a, I still have a, a massive scar and bump here. Um, so that one, I would definitely say it's the hardest. Dang. But if you're, so I went to see the Eagles. If this was when I first lived here when I came out during that stretch of earthquake college. And the Eagles were in Irvine. You went to earthquake <laughs> I went to college? Earthquake, EU play. Um, How do you get in there? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to crack them up. <laughs> so they, um, they're doing this Hell Freezes Over tour. And we get tickets and we go and we get wasted. And I'm sitting in the back of this Toyota Land Cruiser, an old one. And my friend's driving, his girlfriend's in the passenger seat, and his brother and I, who are still friends, are in the back. But that old Land Cruiser, the seats in the back don't face the way the driver and the passenger, they face each other. So like you and I right now, but they're looking this way. Okay. And the last thing I remember hearing is is him. So we're in bumper-to-bumper traffic trying to get out. It's summer. Tops, everyone's tops down. We're inching out. And these two guys were wasted, and they just came through the crowd looking for trouble. And I remember they are beating on people's cars as they're coming up. This is what everybody's told me. But the last thing I remember my friend Rick saying was, watch out. These guys look like trouble. Well, we were so fucking wait. I, could, I passed out in the middle of the show for like three-quarters of it. I couldn't lift my head. And um, I guess one guy grabbed Kevin and pulled him backwards out. And one grabbed me and pulled me backwards out like a scuba diver. And I went right on my head, knocked out unconscious. The dude started kicking me in the jaw. People got out to help. There are tons of witnesses to all of this. They were just drunk, adrenaline, you know, idiots. And um, I literally woke up in the hospital. And I remember the nurse saying, like, are you? I just remember waking up going, I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. And this lady's giving me, of all things, um, mountain lightning. I couldn't even fucking. 
I was like, put that three, roll that three liter. Some of that mountain lion, baby. It was ginger ale, and she said, take, sip it, just sip it. You're concussed. But I was so thirsty, I just gulped it, and then I immediately puked everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And she's like, listen, you have a major concussion. You've been out for hours. I'm like, where am I? And they start filling in the blanks that um, I was jumped and assaulted and I was given oxygen and rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. I don't remember. I, and the report's all right in front of me. Yeah. I don't remember an ambulance. I don't remember anything. And um, I'm in there for a while and I'm still so intoxicated that they can't put me under. Oh, so yeah. he stitches me up without any anything. He's like, I'm not even going to numb you. And I was like, it's okay. And it was just pressure. It wasn't terrible, honestly. But I got up and I went in the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror. My jaw was out like like fucking Tug McGraw times two, man. It was monster. And I was like, what happened? They're like, you, they kicked you in the jaw and fractured your jaw. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And now I have that permanent click in my jaw, which I never have before. And whenever I, I don't drink much, um, but when I do, if I get a hangover, it's in my jaw. It's never in my head. The headache yeah. is moved to here. And I, I, so I'm just like, fuck, it's miserable. But, um, yeah, so I finally got out of there and my friend Kevin, I saw him walk by. I thought it was a dream. I waved and he waved back and they started filming, you know, a little bit and they're like, how much are you drinking? I was like, not a lot. And I was, that was the night I learned the power of wine. Cause we went through our beer and weed and all we had left was wine. And Kevin and I were clowning it. Like you pussy, you're drinking wine. I had no idea. And we drank that wine like beer. And that's what put me out. And people are like, are you sure you weren't fuck? I couldn't fuck with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I couldn't be instigating. Yeah. I was slumped over like somebody just trank darted me in the back. And I was just head between my knees. And they just came in and, um, so that's the hardest I've ever been hit that I don't, I would say overall. But I will give you one that I do remember. And I would say that was my brother, my own brother. Um and we were fist fighting at the time in front of everybody in front of our apartment when we were like seniors in high school. And like our dad had died, our mom's not there. Like we had a lot of pent up aggression and we just had enough of each other. But everybody thought I was going to beat his ass. So they grabbed me and held my arms and my brother saw the window and my brother gave, he brought the fucking wood on that. And I, I saw stars. I, I was like, get the, I'm telling them to get the fuck off me. Not because I want to go after him, because I'm about to get knocked the fuck out. Like, he brought it, man. I was like, God damn, dude. He's like, I don't even remember that one. I'm like, yeah, well, that one was the one. <laughs> so I would say the one I remember was that. It, it, I, thought, I thought it shattered my nose in like 50 pieces. He came with it. Dude, I, I got a concussion once from uh, getting elbowed in the nose. Like, like that? We were doing this, like, it was a stage thing that went wrong. <laughs> Another stage thing that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was at this uh, this church camp back in the day, right? And basically, during, they were going to do the national anthem during this softball game, all right? And uh, me and another guy were supposed to be, like, crazy fans. We were supposed to come out on the field. And another guy who was supposed to play security was going to... Uh, come out on the field basically and like act like he was punching us. Right. Mm -hmm. So this guy basically (laughs) hit one more time than he said that he was going to. Okay. So I thought the bit was done up, dude. I thought the bit was done and I lean forward to get up because I think it's done. And he's coming down one more time, hitting the ground. And this is a huge dude. 
and he he oh. his elbow directly connects with my nose like directly and i le- i'm leaning into it too yeah, because I, I'm, yeah, right, I'm popping right. up and i started gushing blood and crying probably harder than any other injury it was one of those things you know when you get hit in the nose your eyes start oh, to water yeah so i'm saying i felt like i just felt like it like what's that unbreakable wasn't it the glass that's what i felt like my nose <laughs> yeah. did in my face dude i literally i just started going <laughs> like <laughs> um, <laughs> immediately amazing blood all over my shirt in the name of the Father, <laughs> and the Son, I think I'm dying. And I the think Holy I'm dying. Oh man, it hurts so much, dude. They pick me up, get me off the field. Uh, How old are you? I'm like 16, 15, 16, and I, I, uh, I go and I'm like, I'm just so tired. I'm just gonna fall asleep, for, take a nap for a little bit, and that's like the worst thing you can do after you get. I didn't hit. know that either. You're not supposed to go to sleep for a while. And I then you're supposed to have somebody about that. check. Then you have to have somebody check on you every two hours whenever you get hit very hard. So I conk out before the next church service or whatever. I skip lunch. I'm like, I'm too, I'm too tired. I got, they could not wake me up for a while. Really? They had multiple people who were like coming over like, hey, Jeremiah, wake up. Wait, Watkins, get up. Get up. We got to go to church. <laughs> and then one of the counselors was like, oh, He's like, something's up with this guy. And he started doing, he said he had to start doing a sternum rub on me. What the fuck? That's a made up shit. I know, I know. That's a made Dude, up He dug shit his right knuckles there. into my sternum. Can't stand this. Okay, I'm going to take Satan out of this I'm just doing a sternum rub. I'm doing a sternum rub real quick. Dude, he starts rubbing on my sternum like my with knuckles. My priestess and show me this <laughs> Let me get shit. Give this me a chicken quick. <laughs> and I wake up and then they take me to the hospital. They're like, you are badly concussed wow and you shouldn't have gone to sleep and the nurse asked me uh they're like was your nose this big before i go <laughs> i go oh yeah it was <laughs> yeah 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 it that was. is hilarious because they're dude. looking at this you know it's swollen but she's like is your nose this big before i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so you mentioned that so after we get out of this hospital they tell the police are there and they tell us that um, they tell my friend Rick that you guys are all still too drunk to drive. You need to go sleep it off, which so later I find out about all this. I mean, maybe the doctors and all said it. I don't fucking remember any of it, but they tell us that, and Kevin and I can't sleep anyway. We're so fucking uncomfortable. We're miserable. And we got to get in the back of this rickety ass land cruiser and drive back from Irvine in an open top, da, 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 bouncing the whole time. And it's, we're just beat, literally oh, beat really, uh, uh, all the way back. So I get home and I go to sleep. I'm exhausted, like you said. But I, I call my brother when I wake up, my younger brother, and I tell him this whole story. He goes, are you serious? I go, yeah, do you believe that shit? He goes, no, I mean, are you serious? I go, what are you talking about? He's like, Ryan, just called me a couple hours ago and told me this whole story. And I didn't remember any of that. Oh, Wow. And I, I slept and slept and slept. I called. I didn't even go to school for a couple of days. I just slept. And I didn't know you weren't fucking supposed real to sleep. Real bad for you. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to go get some CTE shit uh-huh. checked in the later years and see what's going on. Because that was, yeah. And, and I had, like, I went to, I, and when I got back to Maryland, I went to the doctor in Maryland. And I would lay down on the bench to work out and stuff. And I would get, I would get so dizzy that I would almost vomit when I would just lay down to go to bed. Like I felt like I was sliding out of my bed. Like it was bad. And my doctor's like, you have a major, major concussion. Yeah. I was, it's the only time where I remember being like, Oh, I'm like, I'm 
I'm slow right now. Does that make sense? Yes, cloudy. Where things are cloudy, and I'm like laughing at like stuff that's like just dumb. Like they had like these swabs that uh, <laughs> like these long swabs that were in the doctor's office, and they were for like like uh like anal exams or something and i just was like <laughs> anal swabs <laughs> <laughs> and i was like can i can i have some and they're like you want to take some with you i was like yeah i gotta show the other guys back at camp and i like had these anal swabs that i would walk around the rest of the night just like touching people with and i thought it was they're the funniest thing ever <laughs> oh i went right back to, hey man you gotta get your jesus in before, before the end of the night man i had a, a friend of mine um tell me a story about um a friend of his there was a group of them together the guy got a severe concussion i can't remember what happened to him if he fell or something but they're all trying to keep them awake and they're watching a game. And I don't remember what game it was, but let's just say it was like the, it was a Super Bowl or something with a fantastic ending and of his team and the kids watching it. And he's just going nuts. And then they had recorded it. And so he starts talking and they're, he's repeating like I was. He's telling the stories that they're like, dude, you've said this four times now. And they're like, oh, you're suffering from they're like, let's try something out. So they pop the VHS in of that game again. And he starts watching it like he's never fucking seen it. <laughs> and for four or five times, he's cheering at the end of the championship as if it's the first time he fucking saw it. And they're <laughs> loving everything. Like, and they wait like a half hour, like, put that shit in again. They put it in, they're like, oh, my God, look, man. And he's like, holy shit. And they would watch it and cheer as if he had just seen it good for the first grief. time in his life. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good shit. <laughs> we all pass the times differently. <laughs> and fuck with one another yeah. differently. Exactly. Let's get into this final segment, Sax Talk. All right. Sax so Sickler's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, mm. and I'm going to follow him with some sweet, sweet saxophone. As opposed to the Mike Piazza sexual encounter story? As opposed to that one. Mm -hmm. So whenever you are ready, my friend, I'm I will ready. follow. I'll tell you a story, a high school story. Uh, I'm 18. My girlfriend is 18 at the time. We're seniors together in high school. Uh, we're going to prom, you know, the whole nine. We're... we're you know, that couple, we won, um, look, we legit, I'll wait for your sax on this. Cause I want you to hear this part because it's important. I mean, you know, not really. You ready over there? You got your reeds ready? You soak them first. I used to soak mine in Epsom salts, a little secret. I don't tell anybody, but I'll let you have it. And vinegar. Don't forget to vinegar. Apple cider. So, um, we are, uh, a couple and we, we get voted, I, I believe we got voted king and queen, but there was this couple in high school that had been together for so long, they they got king and queen, and we won this thing called Prince and Princess, which I think was some made-up bullshit. So anyway, this is my girlfriend, and, and uh, we're definitely sexually active, and her, her parents knew about it, and everybody was, you know, I didn't have parents, so it really didn't matter on my end. And she had this Subaru Justy. This is a little Subaru. It's a four-wheel drive car. It's a little four-wheel drive car. And uh, it's a pregnant roller skate is what it is. Uh, it's the tiniest little car. And one night we're out driving around, nothing to do, and it's fall. And we decide that we're going to have sex in the car. And... 
we go to the old baseball field where I played minor league, uh, you know, baseball. And by minor league, I mean, you know, little league minor league, not triple A ball. Bad at 327, probably had 20-some home runs, a bunch of steals. Really good at baseball. So this was a good, you know, this is a good place to go. I'm feeling good at that park. I have positive memories. And you can pull in. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> when you pull in, the field's here on your left. These are the dugouts. This is the first baseline. You pull in. There's a gravel parking lot that butts up against this tree line. And on the other side of this thicket of tree lines is this old house that sits up on a hill. And we are having sex in the car, and we get done having sex in the car. And we are buck naked, and we're trying to get dressed. It's already a chore that we had sex in this car because it's so small. You had to lay, like, the, the passenger seat all the way back and have sex on the passenger seat. There was no getting in the back. going to get out because we didn't feel safe getting out you know it's a creepy vibe at night and she says why'd you turn the light on and I said I didn't turn the light on and she's like what are you talking about and we turn around and look out the back window and there's some strange dude with a fucking flashlight <laughs> shining it in the car at us <laughs> Now, this dude starts beating on the windows and shit, and we're like, what the fuck? She's 18 buck naked. I'm 18 buck naked. We're not, it's not like I'm dressed and ready to drive. Like, I don't know where the keys are, and he's just beating on the fucking window. We're assuming it's, we're waiting to see if it's, you know, as, as it's happening, I'm like, I don't hear a laugh. I don't hear anything. This isn't some friends that followed us. This isn't anything, you know. This is maybe that lunatic up on the hill. So I'm hopping over into the driver's seat. I, I start the car, and she's screaming. I'm trying to get us buckled in. The doors are locked. This dude, I can't see what he looks like. He's beating on the fucking windows and shit. So I just take off. And I remember bottoming out on the way out, and it cost me like 500 bucks to fix our fucking car. But that dude then chased us. Uh, and we're naked. I'm driving. Like, she's getting dressed as I'm buck naked buckled in. I've got, like, shoes and socks on. I am naked. And I'm driving naked, scared I'm going to get pulled over. And then I shook that dude and got dressed, and we were like, what the fuck was that? Sex dog. Okay, that is terrifying, first of all, <laughs> because... You think you think like first you wonder I'm sure okay is it the cops then you start thinking oh I wish it was the cops hell yeah you wish it was the cops because that that then I can just explain myself right we're 18 and we're idiots right right yes but as soon as you realize this is a crazy dude this is like somebody who's looking for trouble yeah yeah. You know what's crazy about like the the human body? Like whenever your your uh <laughs> whenever your body senses danger, like everything like recoils. 
So like, you know, you probably went from having sex to like, then like everything's like shriveled and like Dick's you're hiding up inside. Yeah, me and yeah, shit. yeah. exactly. And now like, I can't, I can't have sex without somebody in the room holding a flashlight. It's fucking <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Hey man, could you uh, could you do a strobe pattern for me right now? Stand over there and figure eight that thing on the wall for me real quick and bang on the drywall real loud. Shatter this glass right here. I'm getting close. <laughs> That's wild, man. This is so much goddamn fun, dude. Dude, thanks for doing the show, man. Uh, is that it? Are we a sax rap now? I think uh, that, you know, the credits are uh, are They're happening rolling. right now. They're rolling. Do man. you have any uh, final things you want to plug, buddy? Well, I want to, uh, you can follow me at ryansickler.com is my website. I'm at Ryan Sickler on all social media. Check out my podcast, The Honeydew, on uh, Tom and Christina's studio. And uh, it's thehoneydewpodcast.com for that. Uh, my new album, Get a Hold of Yourself, is out there right now. iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Sirius, all the places you get it. Um, and I just want to say thank you to my soul. Um, I'd like to, I'd really like to thank him. It was nice to hear him talk for a little bit like that. Yeah, um, I got you, man. Oh, man. Thank yeah. you for joining me. Man, I, I feel like we had a great time on the show today. This was a fucking, this was definitely, um, a coming out, if you will. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I would recommend people like, uh, to come see us live too, because you know, we, uh, we're a fun act to watch we're, on we're stage. All right. We do all right. Up we, there. we we got jokes. We got stories, man. You'll be leaving there being like that three liter dick is something else. man. Oh, don't get me started. People still be wanting refills, even though it's three liters. <laughs> That's so nice of my soul to come on the show. I'd also like to thank Mike Piazza, uh, great Italian-American, man. I, I I can't believe that guy fucking called in and, you know, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. A great Italian-American man. Guys. I cannot figure out how to hang up this damn sprint phone. I've heard everything. Hey, appreciate you letting me call in, man. Uh, happy to have helped out in any way I could. And uh, maybe we'll get a beer sometime. And, you know, maybe you'll get me anal sex. I, hell, if I can do that, Mike, let me know. If at least I can put you on the guest list. Come see a show. Of course. I'd appreciate that, man. Well, right, uh, dude, Sickler, Piazza, Soul, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for having us. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. 